0: uncovering your truth and fire, one conversation at a time. This is The Spitfire Podcast. The Spitfire Podcast is brought to you by The Spitfire Coach, a subsidiary of Lauren Lemunyan Coaching, LLC. If you like more information about business coaching or how to get the passion back in your profession, go to laurenlemunian.com or thespitfirecoach.com. I'm super excited to bring to you our first sponsor of the Spitfire podcast. I happened to be at this business a couple weeks ago when my boyfriend was playing a so far show. And I just remember being super intrigued by all of the opportunities and flexibility of the space. And if you've ever been to Petworth, you know that it is an emerging neighborhood in DC. So the art of noise, it's with a Z because you got to keep it fresh. It's run by this awesome guy named Adrian Ferguson and it's meant for people who are trying to find an affordable space, an intimate space that is flexible to their needs. So if you're an artist, a musician, or you're into film and you're looking for a space for a book release or a film showing, or you just wanna put a concert on or have a party, go to Art of Noise with a Z, dmv.com and check it out. Does it seem like everyone's an influencer, a CEO, an entrepreneur, or a public figure on Instagram and Facebook, I don't know if you're like me, but it seems like every other person that's on there is doing this. Our guest today is getting real about it, about what it actually takes to have a sustainable career in broadcasting and the media. I'm sitting down with 94.7 Fresh FM's Britt Waters. She's also the voice of the mystics, and she's getting real about what it actually takes to build a career as the voice or as the face of a brand. Enjoy today's episode with Britt Waters. I have just been told by our guest today that she's going to spit some rhymes. Well, I was expecting to. Okay. But I didn't want to prepare something
1: just in case you prefer to freestyle. I have an alter ego. Her name is Brittany Minaj.
0: But that's the only time to call you Brittany.
1: Yes. Okay. (laughs) Because it kind of goes with like Nicki Minaj.
0: Got it. But besides that, it's just Britt Waters. That is the voice (laughs) of Britt Waters, our guest today. She is a TV radio host extraordinaire. Thank you. Where, Where are you not showing up right now? hopefully in jail (laughs) on uh, missing persons reports strip clubs clubs. um yeah you won't find me there not at the poll nope no but at the polls voting yes voting yes absolutely (laughs) fantastic so we met a couple months ago Mm -hmm. where you were in host duties for the sound yes so and that was so fun. That was super fun. So yeah. Justin was playing, and I was pretending to be a manager, wearing all black and looking official. I thought you were a great manager.
1: Fantastic. And I've been <laughs> around
0: a lot of managers. <laughs> I'm not a manager, but I play one on TV. Oh, okay. I don't have that many deal breakers. No. What, what What's the number one deal breaker you got? Number one deal breaker is like,
1: oh, I'm going to sound so shallow. I'm going to sound so shallow. Do it. Let's go. Oh, if you're like really short, I just can't. What? So what's the height limit? Like, you have to be at least five six. And I'm 5'9".
0: I don't, see, I don't think that's shallow at all. I mean, I'm 5'3", and I I probably am, like, 5'8", is my limit.
1: Well, I mean, for me, I don't like guys that are too tall because they make me feel short. Okay, so what's the range? We've got 5'6", at the low end. To, like
0: six four that's a huge span i know maybe we do need to get a little more picky. right yeah yeah it's crazy yeah i actually do visioning exercises with clients where like they get very specific about who the guy is
1: oh i know who he is you know who he is yeah who is he he's a mix of usher and justin bieber
0: that's a hell of a so mix. if you put
1: them together that's him okay but what what elements of which one i like justin Bieber's swag and then like, but I Justin like,
0: Bieber now, or Justin Bieber from like twelve year old Justin Bieber? No, now the swag like, hair. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can't
1: be, you know, not pedophiling out here. <laughs> so yeah, Justin Bieber's swag now, I'm just like obsessed with. And then like Usher's looks and his charm and his romance and his abs and like and his, abs. his look.
0: I see. I feel like Justin Bieber though, like Usher has the swag of Justin Bieber. What is it about Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber kind of has that more youthful. He's I'm kind still of a gonna be. Shit
1: though. I. But don't we all love that sometimes? Maybe. I
0: don't Maybe. I and then don't know. a little
1: bit of like Kevin Garnett, too.
0: What What about him?
1: I just like the way he looks. Okay. Yeah.
0: So what's the most important quality?
1: The most important quality in Justin Bieber, Usher, Kevin Garnett mixed
0: together all in one.
1: I don't know. I'd have to meet him to see what
0: that quality is. Or you need to know what the quality is to attract in. See, this is why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, you got a packed schedule. Do you even have time for a man right now?
1: Um. Yes, yeah, so you always have time for stuff that you like. You make time, you prioritize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't worked out in like forever until this year. And I always said I don't have time to work out. I was like, I have like days where I work 16-hour days. Mm-hmm. I get off at midnight. I was like, I, there's no way I have time to work out until I decided, no, you have to work out because you're getting fat. And now I work out like every day. And, and my schedule hasn't changed. So mm-hmm. I feel like... If you really want to do something, you have time for it. That's super true.
0: Yeah. There's always time if you make time. Always. Because you're always filling your day with crap that doesn't matter, and that's distraction. Absolutely, Instagram. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> Justin, <laughs> if you're listening, I have time for you. <laughs> I have time for you, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Is he back? He's not back with Selena Gomez. They were They're on time. a break. They're always on a break. Those yeah. two are a hot mess together. A
1: hot mess. You
0: could just slide right in and be like, look, I'm normal i'm but normal I'm i think they like you. the chaos though
1: i can bring chaos if that's what <laughs> beebs wants you know
0: <laughs> this I can is a bring totally it. new direction for the show we're calling yeah, out okay. Justin <laughs> let's <laughs> get back to the spitfire <laughs> this is it so you've been doing hosting for how long
1: a long time for me so i started by uh sports announcing in college i went to university of maryland for broadcasting i went to the philip merrill college of journalism there and that's how i got into broadcasting I became a reporter for the soccer team because, you know, while I was at Maryland, our football team wasn't the greatest. Mm -hmm. Basketball was trickling down, so soccer was, like, the main thing, soccer and lacrosse. So I was like, yeah, I'll do PA announcing for soccer. The team ended up going to the championship, so I went with them and did all of that, and I was like, I really love this. So me and one of my best friends started, like, a sports talk show in college. It was just, like, my roommate and our parents listening, and it just made me, like, more comfortable with radio, and I was just like, I want to do this the rest of my life if I can. When you first did it, did you like the sound of your voice? You know, when you're doing it, you don't hear it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I started like interning and I actually heard
0: myself on the radio once. And I was like, ew, I sound like that. (laughs) Do you listen to yourself now?
1: Never. No. (laughs)
0: Never. See, I had my own podcast and I had this moment of like cringeworthiness of like, God, I have these weird tics and I'm doing fantastic and awesome. And it annoys the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. And and Justin, my boyfriend, not not Justin Bieber, um, He's yours. It's thank okay. You, you. Um, he was like, don't listen to yourself because you become absorbed with it and you become very self-critical. So it actually makes sense to have someone else edit it. Yeah. Because you're missing I mean, the does he listen
1: to himself? Never. See? All the greats don't. Like one of my mentors, Russ Parr, he was like, I don't even like the sound of my voice. And it was more so like embracing and just being comfortable. Because when I listen to myself, I'm like, I have to be more this way or more that way. But when I don't, I'm just me.
0: Yeah. And it works. That's such a great point because, I mean, I'm writing. Mm -hmm. I have a blog. I'm writing a book. I do videos and I do podcasting and I edit all of it. Yes. And I go into a very dark place of the criticism because you're just like – you are the, the content, the subject, the creator, mm-hmm. and the editor at the same time. And it's the worst. And I didn't realize, like, what a dark cycle it was. Oh, my
1: gosh. And it'll make you question who you are. Because if you're, if you're not, like, yeah. when I did news, I tried to sound like Barbara Walters. And I started my real I got to hear your
0: Barbara Walters voice. Oh, it's terrible. Um, did you do the Baba Wawa?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: 2020. That's 2020. 2020. So
1: then I started in hip hop and I was just like, oh, my gosh, I sound like a little Jersey girl with braces because that's who I was. And I was trying to sound like a hardcore rapper. It just was not good. It was just like, no, I just have to be Brit Waters and and hopefully someone likes it. So when did you really grab onto your authentic voice? I think it was during the Russ Parr morning show, you know, just kind of being trapped in a studio for hours at five o'clock in the morning with these veterans who have been doing this for years and years and know what they're doing, seeing their confidence mm-hmm. and seeing how much that just helped them made me want to be that way. And you can't be confident in yourself if you're constantly pretending to be someone else. And it must have been exhausting trying to put Honest. on an act and a
0: voice. Oh, yeah. It's impossible. And when you're working 16 hours, ain't nobody gets that. <laughs> <advantage> <laughs> yeah, for that. Nobody There's the the coffee
1: in the world. <laughs> so they kind of really molded me to just try being me. And, mm-hmm. and it worked. Yeah. So what was that one piece of advice that you got that was like the aha moment? To just always be yourself because you will always get called out for being inauthentic. Yeah. And it's impossible to keep up all day. Like if you're faking who you are on the radio and someone sees you outside somewhere in Starbucks, it's like, oh, my gosh, I have to turn something on. Like now I'm so happy. I don't have to turn anything on or off because this is just who I am.
0: Well, and it's amazing now with Instagram, and the stories like you're a big story. I sorry am. girl. I do too much. Well, it was great cuz like I was like, "Oh, I wonder if she's on her way." And literally you were in the back of a car on your <laughs> way over <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, she's in transit." <laughs> yeah. I'm,
1: I'm coming here. I'm here.
0: Yeah. So it's it's in that way it's like, you know, the the facade, you can't do it because you're just you're on all the time. Mm-hmm. Um but then you also have to watch for other people watching you. Yes. So how much do you share of yourself?
1: Not too There's not too much I don't share. It's all about the timing and the manipulation of it, because I fell into a trap where, especially with Instagram, I was following so many people that I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to be her. I was like, if Taylor Swift and I are the same height, why is she like 50 pounds lighter? Like, oh my gosh, I have to be this. And I realized their pages, all these Instagram girls and models and fitness people didn't really show everything. Mm -mm. It was only the good parts. Right. So there was a turning point, like with my social media presence, where I started like I would go live with no makeup on. I would be in the studio with sweatpants and a hoodie on and my hair a mess and I would just go on there too. But I would also post pictures when I'm like, looking like Beyonce in my head. (laughs) Like you know, full face beat, hair done. So people can see that it's both. And I think it makes me even more relatable because that's who I am. And and being able to be comfortable showing myself without makeup, just in case like someone sees me in Starbucks without makeup, now I'm not afraid of it. Because if you really want to see the real me, you can go to my page. It also helped me get booked a lot because people started booking me off the strength of being me and not being all these other manufactured things. But you also have to have like safety things like I'll post my location after I've already left there. Yeah. Like things like that. That's
0: a good call. I didn't even think yeah. of that. Like because you don't want people tracking you.
1: Oh, no. Especially when you're giving out Beyonce and Jay-Z tickets on the radio. Oh, yeah. People just think you carry them around in your pocket all day. Wait, you don't. I- Um, no were you planning on jumping me after this no (laughs) because I have no (laughs) tickets in my pocket like none but yeah or even like when I worked in hip-hop people would just want to stop me on the streets and give me their mixtape I'm like what am I going to do with this like yeah it's it's not
0: safe so so what do you think are some of the false expectations or assumptions that people make about you Uh,
1: people think that I'm like not as accessible as I am like, I've had so many people say, I would love for you to do this, but I, I would never reach out to you because you're so busy. But like I said before, you make time for things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So whether it's doing this podcast with you or like sitting down and, and having a conversation with someone who's trying to apply for college, like mm-hmm. those are things that I try to fit into my schedule more than let me go to this concert mm-hmm. because it, it's not only helps me you know, de stress and and give things to others, and and it gives me opportunity to learn from people. Like I don't have a podcast. I don't. You, I don't write Why don't and you edit have a stuff. Podcast? <laughs> oh, girl, <laughs> I have a radio show, <laughs> seven to midnight, Fresh <laughs> FM. You can hear me there every night. That is night. your podcast. It's, yeah, it's under a radio station. There's so much I can learn from you that I might not have in passing when we met months ago. Mm-hmm. That me sitting down here, that I can learn from you. So, I think a lot of people think that I'm just like totally inaccessible.
0: I'm like, no. I g- have to g- say g- that's g- what I thought and <laughs> it was Justin who was like go ask her to be on your podcast and I was like <laughs> you thought that about I was me like, too <laughs> I don't know I was like she's really busy it, That's exa- I mean you're up to a lot and people say the same thing to me mm-hmm. they're like you know you don't have time for anything and I'm like I make time Yeah, and I'm not that busy yeah if you can be patient with us <laughs> you know yeah if it, but if it's in the calendar if it's in the schedule if yeah. you follow up it's gonna happen mm-hmm. and if it's important to you but I think a lot of people feel I, I say busy is a four letter word because it's a choice mm-hmm. and in my in my interpretation, if someone tells me they're too busy for me, that's like, fuck you. Like, you're not worth my time. It is. <laughs> and, it absolutely is. And it's like, okay, you can be busy, but give me an alternative time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's, like, so many artists that I adore. And it's, like, it's so hard for me to be the middle person. Like, I'll send their music to my boss or my assistant program director, and then she'll send it back and send to, are they available for this? Oh, well, we're not doing anything right now, but we're doing something in July. And I'm like, whew. But meanwhile, the artist will hit me like once a week mm-hmm. asking about something and then think that I'm blowing them off. But I'm just like, you have to be patient with things and know that if someone's paying you attention and responding and, and genuinely interested in you, it'll happen when yeah. it's supposed to happen.
0: That's such a key term is patience. Yes. Um, anytime you're building a business or a career or anything, it takes time. And I think with Instagram, especially, I just wrote a blog post last week. Um, The guy picked up, I did a guest blog spot about the 13 most common entrepreneurial pitfalls. And so patience was one of them expecting it to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. And when you have all these images and comparisons of like, "I'm, I'm rolling in dough and I'm taking a private plane and look at all my fancy cars and they did it in six months. It's bullshit. Oh, you're
1: totally speaking to me right now. Cause
0: like I said, I just started like with my fitness journey and
1: I see these girls, I lost 10 pounds in three days. I'm like, why am I not losing 10 pounds in three days? And then my trainer's like, because she didn't lose 10 pounds in three days. Or it's water weight. She's trying to sell you something. I was like,
0: oh. Yeah, or you're not able to maintain it. I used to own a CrossFit gym for two and a half years out in Vegas. Um, And and women would come in and say, I want to look like that. Help me look like that. And I said, that's not realistic for your body type. Yeah, and that's not you. It's not you. (laughs) Well, my thing is like, if you're constantly chasing a an external validation mm-hmm. and you're not getting right with yourself, you yeah. might get there for all of six weeks or you might get there for a couple of years, but you're probably feeling like crap on the inside. And it won't stick. It yeah. won't stick. And, and you're going to create even more unhealthy habits. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing in order to do that? You're probably uh, doing calorie depletion. You might be developing an eating disorder. Yep. You might be relying on these magical pills to do it that are doing damage on your, I, I can go on and on and on. But like when I, when I own this gym, I was 15 pounds lighter and it's taken me some real mental processing of like Mm -hmm. being okay with being heavier, but being happier.
1: Yes. I love that. It's so weird because I post this Instagram picture. It was like the one picture I've ever posted in like a bikini. I was like, I'll show you you. mine when we're off the air. (laughs) I'll show you mine. And the caption was like a little heavier, a lot happier. Because I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, no one to take a picture of me. I'm so fat.
0: And then I was like,
1: yeah, forget it. Screw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah screw
0: it. Well, you know, it's funny. Justin took this picture of me um, at Rock and Roll Hotel. Um, I get up on stage and rap with him. Hence, you asked me what happened with the Spitfire podcast, why it's named I this. I love this. So, my rap moniker is Jersey Fresh, no <sighs> vowels, Jersey FRSH. Yes. So I get up and rap with his band. Oh, my gosh. And so he did the Nine Songwriter series, and it was this family band, and they were just kind of doing this jam session. They're like, if anybody wants to get on stage and freestyle with us, come on. So I jump on and do my rendition of Baby Got Back, like in a very, like, jazzy way. Mm -hmm. And he takes this picture, my arms outstretched, and a big smile on my face and smiles around. And he shows it to me, and I was like, why did you send me that picture? I look like a whale. (laughs) And he didn't see it. He's it's like, all about the angles, though. It, that's what I told him. I mm-hmm. said, you of all people should know the angles. But that's not what he saw. That's not what anyone all, else saw. But he it's saw how much saw. fun you were having. Yeah, And how he saw cute the moment. you probably looked. Yeah. But yeah. we all do it. It's like even, even as far along as you get with, mm-hmm. you know, awareness and, like, self-love, you have those moments of cringeworthiness where you're like oh. of delete. That's what yes. that's what you do with those pictures. Well, that was also the time where I was editing seven different podcasts and writing my book. So oh, girl, he got no. me at a real low point.
1: <laughs> oh no. Oh, it all it all depends on things. It Someone does. can say something to me that will ruin my entire year and then I remember that the Eagles are Super Bowl champions and then I forget about anything that happened bad in my yeah. life. Yeah.
0: Well, this is the thing. Our brain is set up to focus on threats. And so mm-hmm. that ends up being negativity, but we end up <clears throat> Manifesting it and cultivating it into f- truth and fact. So we collect all the evidence. And Brene Brown said, "Don't look for the evidence that you don't belong because you'll be sure to find it. Mm-hmm. So always look for the evidence that you do belong." Yes. So I have an awesome shit list journal <laughs> where you're only supposed to focus on the awesome shit going on in your life. I love that because the journal focuses on all the crap and like stress and despair. Yeah. What was me? I'm never the things you don't want to share with the world. That's yeah. when you
1: write it down, and when you write it down, you push it back into your head.
0: Yeah, well, so this is the thing. Like, you want to get it out of your head because it festers, mm-hmm. and that's where anxiety and worry come from. It's this obsession of like the future, which is completely out of your control. Yeah. So if you can reframe, if you can get your perspective focused on all the good things, then you start looking for them, mm-hmm. and it's star- everything is still the truth, but your lens is now laser focused on that. I like that. I like the way you think. Thanks. That's a Spitfire coach. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So that's what the, that's what the book that I'm writing is all about. Of like understanding where your flame comes from, where your fire comes from, and then how to express it and get it to sustain itself. That's awesome. I want to write a book one day. What would you write a book on? Who knows? <laughs> Not my life. Your, your quest
1: for Justin Bieber? Not my life. <laughs> no one wants to read no, about I that. No, think,
0: I think your story is awesome. Like Going from being in college and, and doing sports broadcasting mm-hmm. to now being on one of the major radio stations in D.C.
1: You know, everything happened so fast to the outside world but like not to me now <laughs> everyone's like it's so crazy how far you've come but i'm just like it's all a hustle like not only do i want to promote education in college so much but you can't just go to college and go to class and do a club like you have to do it like i would literally wake up at like 5 a.m maybe before and i would get to um silver spring where the studio was where i worked with russ and i was like his unofficial intern and just kept showing up every day, showing up. Then I worked with the Baltimore Business Journal. So after that, I would drive from College Park to Baltimore, come all the way back, go to class. I had a job at the gym where I would swipe cards to, like, get some extra change. Then I would cover soccer games all night. Went after that. I would party all night, do it again. It was crazy. So How I'm did like, you not get sick and burn out? You know, I was young. <laughs> I was in college. And I did get sick and burn out a lot, you know. That's another reason why I'm so more a little more into fitness now is because – I got my tonsils removed last October. I was just, I was just burning myself out. And I was like, you know what? I'm not 21 anymore. I can't work 16 hour days every day. And I don't need to, especially when there's so many opportunities for people, you know, especially young women. I feel like, if I can't do something, why would I go to something when I'm, like, half tired, half hungover, half sleepy, my hair's not done, when someone's waiting for that opportunity to just have that one interview that they really want to do? Like, that's when I'll call on people that I mentor, I'll call on people that I know in the business, and just be like, hey, do you want to go do this gig? Because I can't do it right now. Because just just spreading the love. Yeah. I just really need to, like, not do this. Oh, are you busy doing something else? No, I need to just, like, stay home and sit on the couch and watch Self Scandal Care. and drink water.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah so where did you get the inkling to go get an internship and to do it because that you get people who are like well I can't intern because I'm not going to make any money and there's no guarantee so where did you find that inspiration to just go and take that leap
1: so I'm not gonna lie Maryland makes us get an internship
0: (laughs) (laughs) go Maryland
1: (laughs) yes the good old Philip Merrill College of Broadcasting um They're like, it's mandatory. You have to get an internship. Mm -hmm. But you were an unofficial intern. So how did you manage that? So I was interning with the Baltimore Business Journal. While I was in Baltimore, I met um, someone I was working under. I was also one of her interns. And she said she knew someone that worked at WKYS. And I was like do you now, knowing that I want to do radio. Russ Parr is probably the biggest radio name in this entire city. He is. So I wanted to work with him. So I got there, and I went with her, and I did, like, a little tour because I said, oh, can you give me a tour of the station? Knowing I didn't want a tour of the station, I just wanted to meet Russ. So I went there, and Russ was there from, like, a remote location. Like, he was there but not there. Mm-hmm. And I told him I wanted to be their intern. They were like, we don't have interns. I was like, No. I was like, it's okay. So I interned with the news director so I can get a key card to the building. And then my internship with the news director started at like 10, mm-hmm. but I would use my key card and get there at like five anyway. And I just kept coming and just, would just kept showing up, up. <laughs> and then eventually like Russ and the crew would be like, okay, you can go get coffee for us. Go get Starbucks. I make sure I get the Starbucks order. Right. And then they were like, okay, you know. You can listen in on stuff like this. I was like, oh, okay, that's work. That works. It's cool. And then I started doing stuff outside of it, like I would take topics from the show and do little packages um, with my friends or with people I just made on the street interviews, and I would send them to the producer. She would send them to Russ, and it was just like building trust and things like that. And to be honest with you, at the end of my internship, I maybe did a few voiceovers, did like some news reports. It was over, and I was like, mom, I think I like wasted my time. Like, mm. I don't even think they noticed me. And then maybe two weeks after graduation, I was all geared up to move to Tyler, Texas and work in the small market. And Russ himself called me and he was like, hi, do you know who this is? And I was like, <laughs> no, I don't know your voice I at was all. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like freaking out. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know he knew my name. But just to realize that he was paying attention. And it's a constant reminder. You never
0: know who's paying attention and who's not. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, we'd love to just bring you on, and it just built from there. That's awesome. So mm-hmm. it's it's more along the lines of like when you don't think people are watching that you really need just to turn keep doing it on it. just keep showing up.
1: Yeah, and it's so hard to explain that to kids these days, because you know they're making like seventeen dollars an hour doing internships, and I was getting coffee for free. Right. And I'm just saying it's those moments that you need to do. Like, yeah, it's, it's necessary sometimes. Do you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk at all? I don't. He's a little aggressive for me. I <laughs> i love him so much gary b is an awesome guy he actually worked with some of my um fellow terp alums on one of their entrepreneurial projects yeah. um so they're really close with him and he's super cool i read a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that he does i read his um entrepreneur magazine cover but his videos
0: are just a little aggressive for me uh, that's surprising <sighs> for me being a jersey girl because he actually he grew up in hunterton county which is where i'm from you don't think he's a little pushy I love to curse. See, I can hear, I can hear the message behind it, and yes. and if you can get past that and understand like what is his intention behind it, mm-hmm. then then you actually allow the interpretation of what you think ego is to let go because he has yeah. some really good nuggets. And basically, what he said oh, was, for sure. the closer you get to the sun, like the higher up you get. So like, intern for free for your idol, like whoever mm-hmm. you see as the top of their game, and just absorb all of that goodness rather oh, yeah. than starting from the bottom and thinking that you have to make you know, $20 an hour or 30 grand out of college, but like get that experience so that you're that much higher up in, in the knowledge base. Absolutely. I was
1: like, if I can sit in a room with Russ and Alfredis and that crew and tie their shoes, I would have done it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many other internships available for university of Maryland students. I could have made some money doing something else, but that's what I wanted to do. And even my job now, I, I loved the station. I loved the company, but I really just wanted to work for my program director Mm -hmm. Steve Davis is such an awesome guy I just I wanted to work for him so I was like there's got to be a way that I can work for him and that kind of led me to where I am now
0: that's awesome so Mm -hmm. it's like you had the passion but it was more about connecting yourself with the people Mm -hmm. that you enjoyed being around and that you looked up to yeah and who, who want to help you yeah you well, know and you, you mentioned mentorship and I think that's what's missing from this generation is there's no organic mentorship happening mm-hmm. in school. Nobody has time guidance counselors. My friend's a guidance counselor in, in Florida and she has a thousand kids yeah. at her caseload. So no even the teachers the teachers are overwhelmed and overloaded. So I think that that's the opportunity of how do you know our generation above like how do we provide those mentorship opportunities for the kids that want it? As hard as it
1: sounds to convince people, you kind of have to seek them out. Yeah. Because like I said, it's a common misconception that we're so inaccessible; You can't touch us. You know, you kind of have to actually want to help someone else to make the time to do it because it is a lot. Mm -hmm. Being someone's mentor is a lot. I know I bother people that I look up to all the time. Mm -hmm. I just came from my boss's office just asking him about random stuff. And, you know, once you have an effort to give to the next generation, it'll help. But- I mean, the problem is convincing them. I I talked to a school the other day and this kid was like, yeah, I'm going to be a YouTube star when
0: I get older. I'm like, what does that even mean? Okay. Do you know YouTube is even going to be around? It's going to have the same, same opportunity. Who
1: knew? And then people were like, I know a lot of people that do what you do and they don't have a degree. I'm like, Oh, good for them. Well, do you have a degree? Do you do what I do yet? Like, yeah. It's it's hard to promote education, but it's at the core of everything. So it's almost how do
0: you get education to be as sexy as being an influencer?
1: You know, that's my main goal in life. Yeah. I, I always say I want to make it so I can be a model that if you do things the right way, it works. Yeah, I got in this little tiff with one of my listeners because I was going in on Jennifer Lawrence. She was bragging about being quote self-educated she's called herself a middle school dropout and she's was going around saying i'm going to take a break and and do political activism her her mike Marin interview interview that was i played it on my show though and i was just like really yeah a middle school drop is that even legal i think you at least have to make it to high school like 15 16 yeah and if you're 16 in middle school i'm praying for you (laughs) (laughs) but i not just for me but to show people that You can make it in this industry, in the entertainment industry, Mm -hmm. by getting a degree and by paying attention in school and by interning and by working. You don't need to be Instagram famous.
0: I want sustainability. I don't want to be a flash in the pan. Yeah. But that's the thing is like they see instant gratification of like this happens overnight. This is easy. I just need to follow this plan and program. Tell me what I need to know. But you have to do your research too.
1: Big Sean said he's a rapper. He was like... It took me like 15 years to become a uh, overnight success. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, they, they point out these social media stars who have made it in their field. And I'm like, you don't know how hard they worked. Mm-mm. Everyone talks about how Cardi B got Instagram famous and now she has a hit record. I'm like, I was in hip-hop radio when Cardi B was giving us her mixtape. Mm-hmm. And that was like three years ago. Yeah. And we didn't want to play that thing for anything. We are like, can you even talk about that reality show you're on? Like, she's been working. And a lot of the stories, people don't want to put out that they've been working super, super hard. They want you to think they just made it. But they didn't. See, and that's the thing. I think, I think process has to become sexy. But for me, going in knowing kind of what I wanted to do helped because there's been points in my career where, you know, me talking on the radio wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. But I would look and like, oh, they need help in production. Oh, well, I, I happen to know HTML code. I happen to know how to use all these different editing systems because I learned it in college mm-hmm. where someone else maybe didn't. So I always had an edge because of my education.
0: Well, it sounds like you were also multifaceted in your skill set so that you weren't just a one trick pony or a single skill set.
1: Yeah. And that's because of the University of Maryland, because they made sure you're not not getting this degree just knowing how to talk like you're going to learn how to do all of this. We learned like one man band journalism. Um, if you want to be this, you have to be an MMJ. We're preparing you for jobs in a small market where you have to be the person that shoots edits, writes, mm-hmm. produces in front of the camera, all of that. And that, it just kind of helped me. And it also made me thankful when I do have people out on the field helping me. That's awesome.
0: So what would you say is your superpower? My superpower? I used to be able to do the
1: alphabet backwards. I can't do it I anymore. Do it. Oh
0: my gosh. Z Y X V U. Wait. Z Y X W V U T S R Q P O N M L K J I H G F E D C B A. Love it, <laughs> love it. Been a while. I used to do it when I drank. Like that was my one <laughs> trick. That's your thing. <laughs> that was my trick. I could speak Spanish and do the alphabet backwards.
1: I mean, my superpower. I would say just being a woman.
0: What does what does being a woman give you?
1: It gives me the confidence. It gives me. The ability to just be steadfast, it gives me the ability to know that anything that I want to do, I can do. And I think that because historically, especially black women, we've been through so much and broke so many barriers that I'm like, if they can do that, come on, I can get through this. Mm -hmm. And just leaning back on that. And it just helps me with everything. I think I wouldn't want to wake up and be a man ever, except maybe like once a month for like (laughs) three to seven days. You can fill in the blanks. I'll (laughs) be a man then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have so much new music to listen to as well. Well, that's—I mean—that's part of your job. I mean, I—it's funny because I feel like I'm stuck in the '90s and 2000s for music. It was a great time. I know. You know, like that's the stuff that i performed to like i love hip-hop from the 90s and 2000s i'm like oh my gosh i don't understand the music now it's all this tone deaf like we're like (laughs) calling out from the street like i got a bag of chips see that kind of i like that what you just did Uh, thanks i will listen to that (laughs) i probably have that in my my bag. yeah (laughs) I the diet coke (laughs) (laughs) see that's my type of thing i don't get it like someone was on the metro like with their wireless speaker blasting it And I'm like, I'm usually into music, but I feel Mm -hmm. like I've officially went over the line and I'm now an old person where I'm like, this music is garbage.
1: No, you have to find the right stuff because I've gotten there. I was there at that point when I I worked in hip hop for like five years and I got over it, but I wasn't really over hip hop. I was just listening to it too much because it was my job. Yeah. And now I'm like getting back into the pop game and like some albums will just hit you like Demi Lovato's new album. I'm just obsessed with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's almost like a book about her sobriety, about her breakups, about her living alone at 25,
0: about all of these things. And I'm just like, I feel like I just read a book. So what would you say is your theme song that you want playing as you're entering a room to feel like super powerful?
1: Mm, I would say Britney Spears, Work Bitch. (laughs) That's my (laughs) song. You better work, bitch. Yeah, and then (laughs) um, Usher, Bad Girl, because I feel like he's describing someone that he likes and I want to be a girl that Usher likes. (laughs)
0: You didn't put the beebs on that on that list, though. <laughs> no, not baby, not quite. Baby, See, I like baby. his swag. <laughs> I don't not really like.
1: I mean, his music is great too, but
0: my attraction to the beebs is his swag. Okay, yeah, he's got the aura of that. So, let's say we're talking in five years, we're doing a catch up. What have you accomplished? What What are you up to in the next five years?
1: Hopefully, I'm in a different market. I, I love DC, but I want to be here forever so where you got moving eyes on. within
0: the um, top 10
1: markets I love Chicago I have friends there I love LA um, I eventually want to be in Philadelphia because that's the market closer to home you know I'm South Jersey girl born and raised doing that and I don't know five years that's
0: so soon but where do you want to where are we aiming towards what if we did like 10 years 10 years let me think
1: Oh, that's not, that's soon to me too. I think I, maybe I just have a bad concept of time.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll check in. Please do. See where you are. Please I'm do. going to track you. How many jobs are you working in 10 years? Oh, even more. Like You eight? know, all the people
1: that I look up to, I realize, like, because everyone's like, oh, it won't always be like this. You won't always work this hard. Everyone I work up look up to works this hard mm-hmm. until they retire. Like, I love Ryan Seacrest. That man has like 10 jobs. Yeah. So... When I only have two jobs in a day, I
0: feel awkward. I'm like, what am I doing? You know? Yeah, so it's the diversity in, in mm-hmm. projects. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's not about less, but about more fun stuff. More fun stuff. Everything
1: I do is fun. Like, I get to have fun for a living, and I, and I love that. Um, yeah.
0: Awesome. So if people want to track you down or they want to reach out to you for mentorship. Yes, if they want to jump me for Beyonce tickets. Don't do it. She doesn't have
1: please them. Please don't. I don't have them in my pocket. Um, but I do carry around, like, some other things. Anyway. <laughs> we'll <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> so follow me on social media at It's Brit Waters.
0: So, I-T-S-B-R-I-T-T. And, like, the water you drink with an S. Plural waters. Yes. We'll, we'll put that in the show notes. And cool. you can catch her on?
1: 94.7 Fresh FM. 7 at midnight, Monday through Friday. If you're in D.C., uh, the Mystic season's coming up. I'm the host for the Mystics. You can also catch one on the D.C. Cable Network. I host two shows on that.
0: Just go on my website if you care. I mean, yeah. And
1: what's your, what's your
0: website? Britwaters.com. Britwaters.com. Mm-hmm. Well, Brit Waters, not Brittany Waters. That's not that's her legal name, but we don't say it. And my mother doesn't even call me Brittany. No, it's gone. Uh, but only when you're Brittany Minaj. Yes, the rapper. The rapper. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. <laughs> we are accessible. You, you're a little bit busier than I am. <laughs> <laughs> By choice, not because anyone's yes. paying me to. <laughs>
1: sometimes it's the same for me and if you reach out for mentorship actually want it actually be ready so what does it mean to be ready like be in a place where you know you're going to work towards the goal and not just talk about a goal I can't stand people ask me for opportunities and I give them to them and they don't follow through oh my god yes and we've all done that before
0: yes it's be ready to work be ready to act on it don't the people who talk the most about it mean it the least. The more words you use to explain something, the less you have to Go say. Drop,
1: drop the mic. Boom. Mm. Yeah. That was so great. So true. That was good what you just That's said. That's the
0: nugget. Mm-hmm. Say more with your actions and less with your words. Yes. Don't talk about it. Be about it. That's a song too, right? Uh, sure. I don't <laughs> know.
1: <laughs> I'm quoting I somebody. think it was talking about something else in the song that I'm thinking of, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm usually <laughs> quoting songs, but I don't remember who they're by. So it's, it's okay. You I probably wrote it first. Probably. Or I put it into one of my pink circles on my Instagram. I like that. I, I need to do that. Motivational quotes. Well, now we have we probably have about twenty-seven inspirational quotes just from this podcast that we can grab now. We Mostly sound from you. Yeah. No, you mm-hmm. were dropping some too. Hopefully, Justin Bieber listens to this. I'm tagging him in this. You know, please do. We're gonna put this up on YouTube. So put
1: that in the ten-year plan.
0: Oh, Brett wha- Bieber. Brett Bieber. Yes. I like it. I like a good alliteration name. Love it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. This thank has you. been a blast. <laughs> yes. And to all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome. Oh, yeah. Attention, small business owners. Aisle 7 special coming your way. It's a blue light special, if you will. We are offering a shout out to our small business supporters. Head on over to patreon.com slash the Spitfire podcast and sign up for our $10 a month package for us to promote your business and website. It's the tiniest thing you're ever going to spend. In fact, it's cheaper than a Facebook ad. You're going to be able to get in front of all these amazing listeners that are already fired up about small businesses and creative entrepreneurs. So head on over to patreon.com slash the Spitfire podcast and sign up for the small business shout out. Hey guys, it's your host Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire coach. I'm coming to you every week, bringing you stories of creative entrepreneurs passionate professionals and their journey along the way. I would love it if you could give us a review on iTunes, well Apple Podcasts or however you listen to podcasts. Head on over to spitfirepodcast.com. Subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your Uber driver, tell anyone that matters and you keep being awesome.